Dear sir and or madam, this is Mr. Browntham. You're listening to 1590 WCGO Chicago Smart Talk. The Mike Novak Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Live from a cul-de-sac somewhere in Evanston, Illinois, it's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. After 20 years, still Chicago's only deep green gardening and environment program. Heard every Saturday morning on 1590 WCGO. Chicago's Smart Talk. Good planets are hard to find. Temperate zones and tropic climes. True currents and thriving seas. Wind blowing through breathing trees. Strong ozone and safe sunshine. Well, good planets are hard to find. He's gone deaf in 20 years of answering gardening questions, and she, uh, here they are, Peggy Malecki and Mike Novak. High forests, the wetlands, well, good planets are in demand. Right. Right. Right, right. Right. All right, let's check this just to, wait, to make sure this is working. Well, that's that's working. Yeah, it's working. That's better. That's a better level. I don't think I'll even need it, but I just thought. (laughs) One never knows. You never know when you're going to need that because we we always have the manual. See, the dinger is a manual and the other stuff, whatever else is electronic. Could just happen. Yeah. You know, it just it, it yeah it could fire by itself. <laughs> That's the kind of thing. Or that, the rim that, shot in slow mo that, that goes on in radio. Uh, good morning, everybody. I guess this is uh, our entry into entree, not entry. <laughs> it's an entree. It's a it's a uh, it's an inside joke here <laughs> that you don't want to know about because my my little pieces of my head are all over the studio already over that joke. Um, but uh, summer. I guess mm-hmm. is this the official start of summer? Well, it I, depends. If you talk to Mr. Skilling, June first was meteorological summer. Hey, we've got meteorological summer. This high pressure dome, d- dome over the Midwest. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, speaking of that, and and you know, I don't want to say this because people, you could that sound you hear will be people turning off their radios. Um, but Mr. DeMaio will not be with us today, unfortunately. Uh, he's got a day off, so uh, it's just us, folks. So you call us at 847-475-1590, uh, whatever you want to talk about. But we start with energy mm-hmm. because we got a couple of folks from the Midwest Renewable Energy Association Fair, which is in Custer, Wisconsin, next weekend, June 16th to 18th, and it's a big deal. They're expecting mm-hmm. what? 13,000 people to <laughs> to go up to Custer. Yeah, and they're, all, they're even know. doing a second one this year in September in St. Paul. I know. They got more than one. How cool is that? So uh, we will be talking to Mark Klein. He's a founding board member of the MERA, um, and he, he's doing a couple of seminars himself. He uh, builds and designs sustainable homes, uh, which I, I need, but I'm I'm actually working on that. Mm-hmm. You don't know this yet, but I'm working on something like that. It's uh, 
Well, I'm not going to give it away yet. Okay. Because there's something, something, uh, who knows? Who keep knows? Keep us in suspense. I'll keep you in suspense. Uh, because I've lived in a barn for 17 years, and I'm tired of the hay and the straw and the <laughs> The chi- horses coming the ho- through? And the chickens and the... And, oh, come on, the chickens are fresh. And eggs, the though. barn raccoons and all that stuff. So That would be the alley rats? The, uh, yeah, that's in my neighborhood, it's the alley rats. Uh, but, uh, so we'll talk energy. And then after that, uh, a little bit of everything. Uh, you're always welcome to call us at, uh, 847-475-1590. Uh, I know what I'm going to be doing when I get home. And that is checking my, uh, my tomatoes and the farm, the urban farm Mm -hmm. next door, because it's supposed to be hot. Although it's interesting because if, if I look at, if I look at, Skilling's forecast, it's different from everybody else's forecast. He's saying it's going to be crazy hot, and everybody else is going, oh, it might be 90. And uh, so it'll be interesting who's, who's got well, the Well, it depends who cranked scoop. up the graphics machine to go, hottest summer in 19,000 well, years. Yeah, exactly. You know, as if we've never seen heat before in Chicago. Although I'm not a fan of it. I, as I think I told you, I'd, I'd, I'd rather see 10 degrees than 95. Uh, every every single time, <laughs> every single time, but that's me. You know, it's uh, it's the, the heat thing. Just ooh, it's just yeah. I'll yeah, let ooh. you know after two days of planting tomatoes what I feel about the heat. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right, because you got to get uh, you got to get uh, tomatoes. Oh, that's I, right. What? You're you're a little behind uh, the the uh, curve I here. Time I Actually, know you published what? a magazine and the June issue is out, and so you get to work on July, right? Yeah. And one of my neighbors texted me this morning going, do you still have tomato plants? Can I come by and get some? I'm like, sure. <laughs> I've, still, I've still got some of your tomato plants in the greenhouse, and they're growing rather nicely. And if anybody wants them, give me a call, and I'll... Yeah, I, I'll, I have Mexico midget plants for whoever wants them. I've they're got, everywhere. Yeah, I know. I've got some of your Mexico. Why don't you uh, handle this, and we'll, we'll get to uh, our guest coming up here. Uh-oh. Here comes the summer heat, like yeah, you were just we saying. Just talked about it. Yeah. But if you had Logic Lawn Care taking care of your lawn, you wouldn't be panicking at all. That's because they'd be telling you that it isn't about how often you water, it's about how well you water. The key is deeply but infrequently. And the folks at Logic Lawn Care are all about making thoughtful choices that will give you a beautiful, healthy lawn that more than meets your expectations. Find out for yourself. Go to LogicLawnCare.com or call 847-421-6500, 847-421-6500. All right, we're uh, talking energy when we come back. Midwest Renewable Energy Association Fair. They call it the Energy Fair. Mark Klein uh, will be with us with Alice, Allison, hello, Lindquist. Uh, stick around, 847-475-1590. If you've got questions, it's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Now's the time to get on board with one of McHenry County's premier sustainability and healthy living events. If your business offers products or services that are eco-friendly, healthy, locally produced, or energy efficient, McHenry County College wants you to join them as an exhibitor at its annual Green Living Expo. The event takes place November 4th, but registration for vendor and artist space is now open. McHenry County College is celebrating its 50th anniversary, and this year's Green Living Expo is going to be bigger than ever. They've added an artist walk where visitors can shop and chat with local sustainable artists. And if you offer eco-friendly holiday gifts, you'll have a head start on the season. Peggy and I were there last year, and the expo is a great way to interact with McHenry County's green community. 
Register today for the McHenry County College Green Living Expo. Call 815-479-7765 or email sustainability at mchenry.edu. Chicago gardeners, are you really proud of your garden this year? Well, why not enter it in the Chicago Excellence in Gardening Awards, open to residents of the city of Chicago and presented by the Mike Novak Show, Illinois Extension, the Shed Aquarium, Chicago Community Gardeners Association, and Natural Awakening Chicago. The awards provide recognition to the hard work and creativity that make our city a healthier, more beautiful place. They support the pride we take in our neighborhoods and help us build our communities. Types of gardens include ornamental, vegetable, container, and specialized gardens such as green roofs and walls, rain gardens, sidewalk cafes, and more. Categories include small and large buildings, schools, and other organizations. There's even a special category for community gardens. You have until June 23rd to enter, and it's free. Go to Chicago Excellence in Gardening Awards on Facebook or click on Chicago Gardening Awards at MikeNovak.net for more info. This is your talk. Do you read me? On 1590 WCGO, Evanston, Chicago. Come on, is anybody even out there? Marion Morris and McKinley Morgan Field. Blood Armor. Famous. How about Nikki Tesla? Yeah, he was all right. Nikki Tesla. All right, you're famous. That's one way to get into this conversation. If you're talking Tesla, that's right on the money. Let's uh, bring in Mark Klein, who's a founding member of the Midwest Renewable Energy Association. Mark, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, great to have you on. you got to be all excited and gearing up for next week, huh? Well, I think everybody involved with the Energy Fair is kind of moving into gear right now. and, and uh you know, the first year we did the fair in, I believe it was August, and one of the things, one of the lessons we learned was that we didn't want to go through the whole summer preparing for it because it does kind of dominate your life for a while. Yeah, well, I thought you so, were gonna, I thought you were going to say something about uh, the weather, but uh, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had every kind of weather to spare. <laughs> I'll bet. Well, and, and you're doing a lot of it's out of tents, right? Yeah, it's an outdoor event. And uh, we we let we want people to understand that it's rain or shine, and it's it's an incredible event whether it's rain or shine. But uh, usually we have great weather at least some of the time. All right, this is your 28th annual Energy Fair in Custer, uh, Wisconsin. Have you always been in Custer? No, the first uh, I suppose about 17 years or so. I'm not sure of the exact amount. We were in Amherst, which is uh, about. Six or seven miles from Custer. Well, that's we that's the, where you, that's where you're doing stuff, right? Right. My uh, my home, my business uh, office is in in Amherst. Um, I live in a rural area south of there, but yeah. So Amherst is a great community. Of course, that whole part of central Wisconsin is quite beautiful, and and there's a lot of uh, sort of progressive uh, uh, types that sort of settled in there over the last. 40, 50 years, and, and they were really the, the core uh, volunteer group that, that brought the fair uh, into existence. And from there, it developed a life of its own. <laughs> it sure has. I'm, I'm looking at some of the stuff that you're going to have in the fair. 
24 green building workshops, eight biomass workshops, 14 workshops on energy efficiency and conservation, 39 solar photovoltaic workshops, uh, six wind workshops, four solar heating and cooling workshops. That ain't the way uh, this whole thing started 28 years ago, is it? Well, it, it's actually very true to the original mission, which was always uh, grassroots education. And, uh, you know, I know that you're, you kind of followed some of the evolution of the fair, and, and I'll just kind of walk back a bit because the fair has evolved along with the world we live in. And, and in those days, uh, the fair was focused on the idea of sort of uh, – uh, owner builders and you know off the grid people and people who are mm-hmm. just trying to figure out how to do this stuff on on their own and, and over the years uh, all of these issues have become much more mainstream. Uh, of course, solar energy has become incredibly powerful uh, economically and socially and environmentally. Uh, Thirty eight years ago, it was still kind of a very new subject for people. Yeah. Uh, and, it, so, and, you know, as you, as you mentioned, uh, going in, you know, electric, trans- electric vehicles, electric transportation is really one of the more powerful forces that's changing the market these days. And uh, it has uh, the uh, virtue of having a, a higher level of support from utilities than some of the distributed generation issues, which are a little bit more politically complex for utilities, but they like the idea of electric vehicles because it suits their business model also. Well, it it seems to me, uh, Mark, and it's a Mark Klein, founding member of the board of the Midwest Renewable Energy Association, MERA, but he's also a president of Gimme Shelter Construction. You design and build energy-efficient homes and masonry stoves, and you're doing a workshop on on masonry. I am, yeah. I've been doing workshops since uh, the first fair, and and, uh, as you said, my business is is, a home-building business, and uh, it still is, and and we've always been focused on uh, sustainability and renewable energy sources in 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 homes and and i in fact live in a in a home, off-grid home that i've been working on for the last 40 years <laughs> all, right, all right all right i so, i want to i, I want to talk about that because you mentioned the difference between folks doing this sort of thing and the political end of things my contention would be that you are never ever divorced from the political uh, given uh, that even if you do an, what you call, and I'm using air quotes here, you can't see me in the studio, off the grid, uh, it seems as though politicians are always trying to find a way to make you pay for off the grid so that you can't really be off the grid. Uh, in some states, you're actually going to pay more money for being, quote unquote, off the grid. And in other states, you know, you're, 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 you're tapping into uh, the utilities. Uh, and the, it's, it seems like, the job of politicians these days is to throw roadblocks in the way of becoming self-sufficient. Uh, would you care to refute that? Well, I think it's a, there's kind of another layer to it just that, that we need for clarity, I guess. And so in, in, the, in the sense that I'm saying off-grid, I mean that we are not connected to the electrical grid at all. So we have an a energy system that's based on photovoltaics, wind power, and batteries. Okay. 
that's 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 a uh, a, a discipline that is unlikely to be appropriate for most people for any number of reasons, uh, pr- primarily economic and, and environmental. But uh, it really the off grid that strict off grid concept is really one of the original um, powers behind the concept of the energy fair because back 35, 40 years ago. It was, uh, you know, how do you how do you live without being plugged into the electric power line in a in a in a comfortable way? And you know, in those days, uh, we thought, for instance, that it was okay to uh, read by uh, kerosene lamps and heat with wood. And actually, uh, one of our biggest drives for electricity was probably uh, primitive media. I guess you know, record players and. Uh, tape decks and things like that that required electricity. Otherwise, we could figure it out. And so, you know, Richard Perez, who is uh, who we're remembering this year, uh, who was one of the great uh, forces behind the energy fairs and the renewable energy uh, industry all around the country, he founded a, a magazine called Home Power, which was extremely instrumental and still is in uh, the Midwest Renewable Energy Affair. Uh, um, association's origins and and success. Uh, he lived in an off-grid house up in the mountains in Oregon, you know, 10 miles from the nearest power line. He was a, you know, a very creative electrical genius and, and communicator and teacher, and he proposed the idea in one of his early magazine, self-published magazine uh, articles, that uh, it was time for people who had some experience with uh, producing energy, distributed generation, uh, to step up and start spreading the word, spreading the gospel. And he was, you know, he was very present about where the future was going. And, and of course, now we're in a world that has, has been transformed by renewable energy, even mm-hmm. though our grid system hasn't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so off-grid originally meant, you know, you weren't connected. You were on your own. And, and there's a discipline in that that is quite different from a grid-tied renewable energy system, which yeah. is what most people uh, would use. But, 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 but I'm, 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 I'm going to stop you there, Mark, uh, because the, the point I'm trying to make, and I don't want to make too much of it, and we can move on to other things, is that that the powers that be have gotten wind of this, no pun intended, uh, and they know that there are people out there who can get off grid, and they want... It's not that they want to thwart it. It's that that they want to exploit it somehow. Folks like you have become self-reliant. And somehow I I feel as though that's viewed as a threat by certainly by by power companies, by utilities, uh, sometimes by politicians, by institutions. Are you a threat? You're, ab- you're absolutely right, Mike. And, and uh, you know, there's, there's, I mean, it's, it's a clear story. Uh, the uh, Anderson Institute and a number of other pretty aggressive uh, industry uh, groups have developed legislation all around the country that are, is aimed at discouraging financially, primarily financially discouraging uh, distributed generation. So distur- discouraging people from producing their own power. 
they come from a model that they burn things and sell power, and they don't really imagine a world where it's going to be any different. Of course, we imagine a world where things are going to be quite different. Yeah. All right. All right. And and that's the only point I was making. And I and I and I found it hard to believe that that wasn't the case, and that you weren't fighting that. And I'm not even going to go into the idea that you know 13,000 people are going to gather at Custer next weekend. Uh, are not looking at Washington D.C. and the decision made to take us out of the Paris Accords and saying, "Well, we can we can help that, we can fix that." Uh, we you know we we have a whole different way of viewing the world and of living. So let's get to that for uh, a little bit. Um, one of the things, sure. uh, first of all, I want to get the word out that it's uh, uh, nine to ten. I'm sorry, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. So it's nine to ten. Nine a.m. to ten p.m. on Friday and Saturday. That's a long day. Uh, June 16th and 17th, um, and uh, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Sunday, June 18th. Uh, it's, uh, you, know, you can get uh, all the information you need by going to uh, the MERA, and uh, that is uh, MidwestRenew.org. And you go to my website, MikeNovak.net. I've, I've got all that stuff there. You've got a ton of inspirational speakers, um, J.B. Straubel, the founder and chief technical officer of Tesla. That must be cool to have uh, JB well, there. It's very cool, and of course, it's 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 the uh, it's the most uh, powerful news about the fair this year is that is that we have this uh, electric car and Tesla representative there, and it's driven uh, our fair staff and and chief <laughs> management team. Uh, Insane into a frenzy of preparation. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, of course. Every every year we shop for great speakers, and we've had many uh, keynote speakers. Uh, getting JB uh, Straubel is a, a great coup for us, and and he has Wisconsin connections, which helps. And but what what happened once we had him was that we have a lot of electric cars coming to the fair this year. <laughs> many, many more than have ever been there before. And there's always been an emphasis on, on sustainable transportation. So the last uh, six months have been spent preparing for all these cars. they got to get charged when they get there. And yeah. so there's been a major upgrade of the electrical system. There's a bunch of charging stations installed uh, and, and, Nick Hyla, our executive director, is pushing forward with his staff in creating a completely sustainably powered charging system uh, for the electric vehicle chill place. But, we, you know, we've always been focused from year one on creating our own power for our own purposes at the fair. So distributed yeah. generation has, has always been part of our our mission, and uh, but now we have to make a lot more because we got to charge all these cars. Well, how are you doing that? Is it is it all solar? Right. Yeah. Well, it's not all solar, you know, especially in the early years, uh, small scale wind uh, systems were a a much bigger piece of the choices that we had. But solar electricity has been transformed uh, economically in a dramatic way in the last 40 years. Uh, As I've been preparing for this fair, I with my wife, we were looking back at the first solar panels we bought back in 1979. And we've they were from a company called SolarX. Uh, they cost, I think, about four hundred and fifty dollars in those in those days dollars for about thirty watts of electricity. And nowadays, uh, you might spend I don't know exactly one hundred and fifty dollars for three hundred and fifty watts of electricity. So you know the 
uh, solar electric has become so dramatically competitive price-wise with other renewable choices and even with other fossil fuel choices that that's really driving most of the future decisions uh, on except for large, large-scale wind. Yeah. Uh, and I want to uh, make sure people know that there, in addition to the keynote speakers that you're mentioning, there's entertainment, there's food, there's local beer, uh, and exhibitors. A lot of people are going to be hawking their wares there, and I man- imagine that a lot of those people are innovators and that you might find some really interesting stuff. You sure will. And, and actually, one of the reasons for the success and the survival of the fair is that the vendors love the fair because it's a pretty pre-selected group of people who are very serious about investing in sustainability and renewability and they shop Mm -hmm. and so vendors show up and speakers show up you know uh, teachers show up because it's uh it's not just the county fairgrounds it's it's people who come from all over the world to yeah it's become the mecca Yeah. Well, I want to make sure that uh, people uh, who are interested in this know that the fair is is next week and and uh, they can go to another site as well is theenergyfair.org. And that's kind of your shorthand now. You just after all these years, you don't even have to say Midwest in there. You just say the you just say the The energy Energy fair Fair because it's the biggest. (laughs) That's true. It's the biggest and best around. In our, in our neighborhood, that's what it's always been. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations on that. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're wishing you all the best. Boy, it would be nice if I could get there. i got two radio shows, unfortunately, <laughs> next week. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's room for radio shows at the fair. But one thing I would just add to all you said, and thank you for all the support, is that it is a very family-friendly event. Ah, good. And there's lots of children's activities. Uh, we raise our kids at the fair, they were, and uh, they had some wonderful time. We'll have to leave it at that, Mark. Now. So uh, family-friendly, bring the family and learn about energy. Mark Klein, thank you so much. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. We'll be right back. Have you ever walked into a hair salon and been overwhelmed by the smell of chemicals? That's never going to happen at Organic Roots Eco Salon. They use only the safest, most natural, professional hair care products available to make sure you get exceptional color results that last and won't harm the environment or you. Their products and services are free from ammonia, formaldehyde, and other toxins ordinarily found in hair color, perms, and keratin smoothing treatments. Organic Roots offers non-toxic, vegan-friendly nail services. They've also just introduced a complete menu of natural hair care services for textured hair of all lengths. And how many salons do you think repurpose hair clippings, recycled product containers, and use LED lighting? Walk into 21st century hair care for women and men at Organic Roots Eco Salon, 3417 Dempster in Skokie. Book your appointment at organicrootsecosalon.com or call 847-423-2653. Health and beauty. You no longer have to sacrifice one for the other. If you're looking to invest in an electrical car or truck, make sure to hire a state-licensed electrical contract. The installation of that charger will require a permit in most municipalities. So make sure to check the ICC website for a certified contractor at icc.illinois.gov. You can also call DNR Services Unlimited. They've been a licensed electrical contractor since 1992. Visit their website at RestoreTheNorthShore.com or give them a call at 847-998-1687. It'll be easy to find someone cheaper, but a lot harder to find someone better. Let's face it, sometimes we overdo physical activity. That's when to give Dr. Bonnie Flaster a call. 
Dr. Flaster is a chiropractor who treats back and neck pain, but addresses foot, knee, shoulder, and wrist pain too, all with gentle, non-force adjustments. And she'll talk to you about your problems and work with you to devise the best treatment strategy. Find health tips at rivernorthwellness.com. Call Dr. Bonnie Flaster at 312-642-7545 and get back to feeling good. What is this place? You're in uncharted territory. What do you mean? Where are we? I don't know if you've heard this. I don't know what it is. Tell us your name, please. 1590. WCGO Chicago. And with clean energy. Uh, welcome back. And chickens. And, and, ch- <laughs> and chickens, yes. A short skirt and lots of chickens. Okay. Uh, welcome back to the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. If you're a little confused by the weather, remember that when it gets to be 90 degrees, you're in Australia. Or uh, in our studio. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Except in Australia... They call it 32.22222222222222 degrees, and it keeps going. Uh, when it comes to your garden, though, you'll never be confused if you have a copy of Chicagoland Gardening Magazine. That's because each issue has a column called What to Do in the Garden by our old friend and McHenry County Master Gardener, Michelle Byrne Walsh. Month by month, it leads you through the gardening year and what tasks to accomplish at what time. So if you have the May-June issue, you'll find out what goes on in May and June. Makes sense, doesn't it? Then there's my column on the inside back page of every issue. It just leads you down the garden path, so to speak. Chicagoland Gardening Magazine, a publication of state-by-state gardening magazines. Go to chicagolandgardening.com. If you're in other parts of the Midwest or the South, Try one of the 21 magazines in those regions by going to statebystategardening.com or call 888-265-3600, uh, Welcome back, and it's just us. It's just yeah. us and and you. At, and I'm looking for... Well, I'm well looking, I, I found it, I think. There we go. Folks are wondering why we're playing that. Just uh, got a lot of news feeds saying Adam West, quote, the ardent actor who managed to keep his tongue in cheek while wearing the iconic cowl of the caped crusader on the 60s series Batman died at 88 this morning. All right. Well, here's to Adam West at 88. And I'll tell you, if you were, uh, if you were in my household and my brother and I watched Batman, uh, we couldn't believe what we were seeing. And we were just teenagers. Mm-hmm. And it was the dumbest show ever, <laughs> ever. And uh, if you were a, a true Batman comic fan, you, you, you thought, this is really stupid. I can't believe this. <laughs> and, of course, they made up for it in spades by going into the Dark Knight series, um, in first in comics, and then, of course, in the movies. And then they went completely in the opposite direction where he's he's – just as far from being evil incarnate. Uh-huh. So it's just a hair. Well, we got to put those twists into it. Yeah, I guess. Holy tomatoes, Batman. Yeah, holy tomatoes. 
Uh, so what do we got going? What do we got going on here? You've, there's a couple of things happening today. Yeah, there's a bunch of things happening today, and um, one of them is the Chicago Market, which is a new community co-op uh, starting out of Rogers Park. It's actually it is started right now. They Wait, are that's uh, Chicago Market. Chicago right? Market. Now, have they gotten a space in Rogers? Park? They are trying to get a space right by the red line. Because uh, I had them on my show several years ago when they were just starting up and looking for board and looking for mm-hmm. sponsors and. They were exploring spaces, and they weren't sure where they were going to be, so it sounds like they've kind of landed in Rogers yeah, Park. Yeah, right? there's a place along the red line um, that they are really looking to get into. It's looking pretty positive, and uh, that's part of part of today's event, which is celebrating the start of summer, getting ready for the barbecue season with Chicago Market. They're having a barbecue pop-up market today from 2 to 4 p.m. at Truman College in Uptown. Um, they're going to have lots of vendors there with any, any, everything from sustainable meat, fresh produce, hot dog and hamburger, hamburger buns, gluten-free and other options, barbecues, hot sauces, all kinds of local things from Mint Creek Farm, Laird Farms, Broad Shoulder Barbecue Sauce. What else we got? Um, <laughs> single, uh, single origin coffee, organic bread of heaven. They're actually out of Indiana. They'll have some things there. Sitka salmon shares are going to be there in case you want to put some salmon on your barbecue. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sitka sh- salmon shares. They're cool. We interviewed them when we were at the Good Food Festival. Uh, Zero it, Waste Chicago will be there, too, showing you how to have a more sustainable barbecue. Which is a good idea because nobody knows how to do that, believe me. It's just, it ain't it ain't done in America. Yeah. It's like we, we buy plastic junk and then we use it and throw it away mm-hmm. at our barbecues. So we don't have because to wash we, dishes. And you know why? Because, yeah, people go, well, this is, I get a day off from washing dishes. Well, no, you don't really get a day off from throwing stuff away. You don't ever get a day off from And that. I can get the seasonal colorful solo cups and put a Sharpie with my name on it. Yeah. And so use, nobody else takes my and, and soda use, pop. And use it twice and then throw <laughs> that away. So, hey, we got a, a phone call. So let's go to uh, line two and uh, Maria from Bolingbrook. Maria, you're on the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. What's up? Yes, hi. I have a plum tree, a Canada plum tree, and I've had it for about uh, 10 years, and it's, it was a beautiful tree, but now it's got the uh, black knot disease, um, so it looks terrible. Um, so did you say Did you say black snot disease? That's what <laughs> no, I think it's called black knot. It's like a fungus. It has a bunch of uh, like little black, um, it looks like growths on it. but um, On the leaves? Um, no, on the branches. So they came and trimmed it last fall, mm-hmm. and now it looks even worse than it did before. Who's they? Um, well, a tree service uh, that's supposed to be uh, good for caring for trees, let's just say. And it seems like um, another company told me that they didn't disinfect their pruners in between. Hmm. So they ended up spreading, spreading the it to your trees even worse. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to have that tree cut down. Um, so my question is, what do I need to do in order to be able to replant another tree there? They uh, told me I need to uh, get the stump, uh, stump ground and uh, removed, but do I have to treat the dirt or anything? Do you know if the fungus would be like in the roots or just in the, the branches? Uh, I'm looking at a site here from Michigan State University. Um and uh, it says... Uh, it says that humid weather has a lot to do with its spread. Yeah. yeah. It, black, black knot causes black, corky, swollen growths yes. to form on branch, <laughs> branches, which you know. Yeah. Are, are you, 
you know, I'm kind of interested that you brought these people out to try. Boy, and it looks nasty. It looks yeah, like it's it just terrible. So <laughs> yeah, had... and and they, you said they pruned it in the fall. Yeah, I hadn't had it taken care of for the past ten years, and I mean the parts that were affected looked bad, but the tree overall was not that bad. But last fall they came to prune it in November. This spring when it came back, it looks horrible. It looks worse than ever. So I wish I had just not gotten it pruned because mm-hmm. uh, now it looks really uneven and just way worse than it did before. Yeah. It says uh, Michigan State will tell you when black knot is found, <laughs> there are two choices. Remove the tree or attempt to treat it. And they notice they start with remove the yeah. tree. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're um, talking about multiple fungicides and spraying yeah. and all sorts of nasty Yeah. Things. Right. At this point, it seems like it would be more cost-effective to just remove it and get another tree because they're saying it would be $90 per treatment twice a year. So that's, you know. Do you, it's, well, and, and it's not just the $90 twice a year, which is it's significant. Uh, I think it's more the issue of treating it with fungicides and that sort of thing. And you might as well go. My, my advice is, you know, even with crab apple trees and people have crab apple trees and they get apple scab in the spring yeah. and this has been a terrible year for apple scab yeah. um my feeling is cut the tree down and put in a variety if you if you're desperate for a crab apple mm-hmm. put in mm-hmm. a variety that doesn't uh, that is resistant to uh, disease and there's lots of them right. out there i got one in my yard that barely gets any problems at all yeah so yeah, and, and actually this the site ends by saying this is a very difficult fungal disease to eliminate, but for smart gardeners looking for replacement trees, they have an idea of what not to select. The plum. Oh, okay. Don't replace it with the plum, basically. Okay, and if I, after I get it removed, do I have to wait a certain amount of time before getting a new tree planted, or would I be able to get it get a new tree planted right away? You know, if 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 you get if you're getting one that's not susceptible to this, I don't think you're going to have a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, yeah, you probably want to get the uh, the stump um, uh, ground up to, mm-hmm. to make it easier. Uh, it's possible, it, it you know, it's possible you can just plant a few feet away from the site so you're not, you know, competing with that. I, I had a, an issue with that with a friend of mine where he removed a tree and we didn't, we planted over the top of it and we didn't think anything was grow would grow and then the tree did great. It's been oh, okay. wonderful. Yeah. So, Probably um, just avoid yeah, cherries and plums there. Look at, look at yeah. uh, uh, plants in that family and don't plant things that are in that family is what I would say. Right. Yeah, the landscaper, um, you know, did the whole plan for all the plants, so I didn't know about it. Yeah. But uh, you would think they would have known. But yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but, uh, you know, sometimes uh, that's the best way is just get it out of there and then you don't have to deal with that anymore. Okay, great. Well, thank you for your help. All right. Thank, thank you for calling, you. Maria. Okay. Bye. All right. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Maria sounded very sad. <laughs> she hung up. I'm sorry. I didn't hate to give her bad news. All right. Um, our phone number, 847-475-1590. We will return uh, with more information that will make people sad right here on WCGO 1590, Chicago Smart Talk.
Chicagoans are looking for ways to get healthier in 2017. Hi, I'm Peggy, and I publish Natural Awakening, Chicago's greenest and healthiest local magazine. And if you want to reach this growing wellness market, you need to get your business in front of our 80,000 monthly readers. Why? Because our advertisers tell us our targeted readers are committed to improving their health and taking action. They're looking for holistic wellness practitioners, integrative doctors and dentists, nutritionists, health and lifestyle coaches, yoga classes, green landscapers, even home improvement and energy efficiency experts. Our dedicated readers pick up their free copies each month from more than 1,100 locations throughout the city and suburbs because they know it's the best source for information about healthy, green living in Chicago. Call me today at 847-858-3697 to learn more. That's 847-858-3697. And check us out at nachicago.com. Natural awakenings. Feel good. Live simply. Laugh more. Chicagoans use your blue carts to recycle. Bottles, flattened boxes, jugs with the lids on, tin and aluminum cans, juice cartons, and mail. No plastic bags, including store bags, no greasy pizza boxes, styrofoam, disposable coffee cups, light bulbs, napkins, electronics, or shredded paper. Put your items loose in the blue cart and not in a plastic bag. Visit RecycleByCity.com Chicago and let's make Chicago beautiful and green. Stay in touch with The Mike Novak Show. Find us on Facebook at The Mike Novak Show. Use the Twitter handle at Mike Now. Send us a photo on Instagram at The Mike Novak Show or write to us, Mike at MikeNovak.net. Speaking of the website, podcasts and blog posts are available every week at MikeNovak.net. And while you're there, sign up for those posts and our newsletter on the homepage. And please support the sponsors who support us. Look for logos and specials at MikeNovak.net. That sound you hear is my time machine letting me know it's time to return to our own world. This is your talk, WCGO. Hang on. Or at Twitter. Or, yeah, yeah. You, could, you, you may tweet that now in the uh, 21st century. Uh, as we mentioned uh, earlier in the program, uh, unfortunately, Rick DeMaio not with us today, so it's uh, Peggy and me wrapping things up. I do need to let you know that in a couple of weeks, Peggy and I are hitting the road again to broadcast live from the 25th annual Midwest Pond and Koi Society Koi and Trade Show. At the Max Cook, I'm sorry, the Max McCook Athletic and Exposition Facility. They actually call it Max McCook Athletic and Exposition. Hmm. They don't say like facility center, or center. Nope. It's Expo Hall. The Max McCook. And sometimes it's just the, the Max Athletic and Exposition. I guess if you live like, around there, you, you, you get, get it. You get yeah. It. Okay. Um and uh, there will be helpful seminars, lots of accessories for your backyard pond koi of all sizes and colors, advice from Dr. Bob, Passavoy, and, of course, Peggy and me, but we will not be in the tank. Get it? Okay, sorry. Thank you. Join us on Saturday, June 24th, for the Mike Novak Show, live from the 25th annual MPKS Koi and Trade Show from 10 to uh, 11 a.m. Hey, Ben. Uh, Saturday, June 24th, the Mike Novak Show, live, 25th annual MPKS Koi and Trade Show, 10 to 11 a.m. 
Go to mpks.org. Join us out there at uh, the Max McCook Athletic and Exposition mm-hmm, Facility. Center, See you there. Aloha. Something. Aloha. Be there or be square. Uh, and uh, and b- before we get to the phone calls, we got a couple coming in here. If a picture is worth a thousand words, then actually being there must be worth 10,000 or more, maybe a million. I don't know. I did a talk at the Skokie Public Library last week. And I got a chance to see the Village Green outside the municipal buildings. It's maintained by our great sponsor, Logic Lawn Care. And it's beautiful and safe. And I thought about rolling around in it myself, knowing that there weren't any toxic chemicals in the soil. But I had a talk to get to. So. And I wasn't there to do and Facebook Live. That's right. And if you had, I would have rolled in, in, the, in the lawn. But I know that Logic Lawn Care is walking the walk. They are the best. Go to logiclawncare.com or call 847-421-6500. 847-421-6500. Get yourself a lawn that looks like the Village Green in Skokie and it's safe and you're going to love it. All right, let's go to the phones and uh, I think we've got Mike here from Mundelein. Mike, you're on the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Hey, Mike. Uh, long time no talk. Uh, I've got a school here that volunteers from Acid tool tree I've got in my area. I'm trying to figure out how to transplant it because I know the roots are Wait, okay, your 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 phone is really muddy. Uh you got a tulip tree and it's and it's a volunteer in your backyard and you want to transplant it. Correct. Is that it? Okay. And you're try in trying to figure out uh, uh figure out how to how do you know it's a tulip tree? Do you have other tulip trees around there? Yeah, I've got a massive tree I planted about twenty years ago. Can barely hear you, Mike. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what what the, what the phone is, and whether you can put your mouth away from it or closer to it. Probably farther away from it. Um, and uh, but at any rate, uh, the idea is you've got to. T- how old is it? How big is it? That's what I need to know. Uh, it's about two and a half feet tall. Okay, so not. It's it's still kind of a a That's little a little whip there, right? A little sapling there, yeah. Mike? You with us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, basically, it's it's what I'm going to suggest you do is, um, you know, and we're in a dry spell right now, so I would water the area first uh, to make sure that you've got uh, some soil, soil moisture. Um, and uh, you, uh, y- you know, and actually, I, I, I would recommend probably not doing it right now. Because uh, we're, we're going into hot weather. I, I would say wait till we get a time when we're going to have a couple of days of some clouds and some rain. Make sure that the, the soil is moist uh, and, and dig out a huge area around that root ball as much as you can and preserve it. Try not to you know, let the roots mm-hmm. separate. Is there a long the, tap root on that or is it more laterals? Does he need to go out or dig down deep? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. And at that point, even if there is a taproot, it's probably not that far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the point is, uh, and I, and I, and I need to check on a tulip tree, but, uh, um, you, I do it with as much care as possible is like get as much soil around it as you can and don't let it separate from the root ball. Here's what I'm going to do, Mike. Uh, would you shoot me an email? Cause I can, I can get my experts on this as well. So we make sure that you do this right. Uh, Mike at MikeNovak.net. 
and you can find it on my website. Uh, but shoot it to me, and I will send you the information you need, and then I will uh, talk about it on the air to make sure that folks uh, have this uh, information. Okay, great. All right. I appreciate you calling. Thank you so much. Thanks, All right. Take care. Uh, we got time for another phone call. I'll have to be quick. Vince in Melrose Park. Good morning, Vince. You're on the Mike Novak Show. How you doing today? Okay. What's up? Listen, um, my son brought home a dog. Now, this <laughs> female dog has been burning my grass. Oh, dear. How do I stop that or how do I? <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I'm assuming you're letting the dog out on the lawn in the back. Yes. Yeah, well, that's your problem right there. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, no, and, and and you know, and I and and sometimes when I when I talk to folks about dogs and lawns, I say, dogs versus lawns, dogs always win. Um, it's 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 a tough thing to do. One of the things you can do is if you're, you know, it depends on whether you're letting the dog out unattended or you're following the dog. If you're following the dog and the dog runs out right away and pees, what you do is you have a jug of water with you ready to go right out, and wherever the dog pees, you just pour the water right on that, and it'll wash a lot of that right through. So you won't, the, the, the damage will not be as bad. Um, and, you know, some people say that the, the female pee is worse than the male. That's a fallacy. Absolutely. It's not. It's not. It's just that with the females, they do it, they concentrate it all in one spot where the, where the males are. Just keep walking. They keep walking, yeah. And that's the difference right there. Um, so I knew, I knew males were better than females. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, they're fer- see the the males are fertilizing, the females are killing. What can I tell you? Uh, or you just take the dog for a walk and don't let it go out in the yard. Well, yeah, you know, and that's the other thing. Obviously, and then my neighbors are mad. Well, yeah. If if I'm your neighbor and you're peeing on all the beautiful plants I have in my front yard, yeah, I'm 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 not real happy about that. Or even the lawn. Uh, so that's that's the issue there. So if you want to keep the dog, you want to let the dog out in the backyard. The best thing is. Try to treat the spot mm-hmm. as quickly yeah. as possible. Get out the hose or the jug of water. Or yeah, just hose it down or water it down. Other than that, you're kind of stuck. Um, there's there's really not a lot you can do if you're not paying attention and you don't know where the dog has done her I thought thing. about giving the dog a Tums. A Tums? Yes. So so you get calcium in the soil? Is that? I have no idea. <laughs> well, it neutralizes acid. I don't think it's going to neutralize that acid, but... I've never heard that. I, I I will take a look. If you if you want to shoot me also an email, Vince, if I can get you more information, I will. Uh, Mike at MikeNovak.net. I will do that. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. Great show. All right. Thanks. Have a great day. Yep. All right. Well, we end with phone calls. We want to thank some folks uh, who were on the show today. Mark Klein from the Midwest Renewable Energy Association. I want to thank our callers. Uh, I want to thank Ben, ben. Boquist. I want to thank Audie the dog who was trying to eat my uh, the choc- donuts. Chocolate Happy donut. graduation to Ariana, our intern. That's right. Give her a ding. Uh, and tomorrow morning we're back. Nine. To we 11. didn't even tell you we're going to be talking a lot of great stuff from nine to eleven. Stick around until then. Go green or go home. Uh, Stadler. Uh, what? Is that it? Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much.